Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. This is Rant Down Babylon, a new episode, a new day, a new way to praise God that you are alive on this earth. Oh my God. I'm just thankful to be here, man. I am thankful to be alive right now. Oh my God. Listen, it's been a weird six months, um, but honestly, I am so happy to have been here and to be alive i should i should just clarify like i'm just super excited i guess i'm saying that this is the time i live in okay i don't know about you people but i'll be very honest with you as i have been this whole time this whole podcast i always 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 felt like i was born in the wrong time like i've always literally felt like man i should have been born in like maybe the 60s or the 70s i feel like i could have you know had all these different experiences and stuff and and partially i'm just flat out wrong just for the fact that i'm not white meaning a lot of these 60s and 70s experiences that i see as something that would be great probably to be fully honest with you probably just weren't open to me so there is that but let's say all things were equal and that, you know, somehow time travel or being born in another place. Like, I guess, like, being being a white person, maybe, I don't know, in the 60s and 70s, at the height of North American culture at that time, and the counterculture, I, fe- I always felt like that's where I belonged, you know? I feel like I'm kind of like a revolutionary in that sense, and that was the time for it. Anyways... That's how I always felt. Okay? Um, a little bit during Occupy, I felt the way I do now. Uh, back, that was like almost 10 years ago. And, you know, there's times here and there, but I've never been sure of it until now. 2020 has literally made me feel, you know what? No. Fuck all that. 70s, whatever. This is my time. And I don't mean that as like an egotistic, like me personally, like this is my time. And not to say it's not either. It's everyone's time. But I mean, I'm born and I live when and where I was supposed to. That's something about this whole COVID and quarantine and just a lot of stuff during 2020. A lot of of even non-COVID related stuff. Uh, or how it how it works with COVID, but just this time, I've I, I've I've realized this is the time for me. I, there's nowhere else I was supposed to be. This is exactly it. This is the time and place. The air is ripe with opportunity right now. There is a lot of suffering and a lot of pain happening, and there's a lot more to that's going to be coming. But I also feel like the opportunity right now is great for real change for lasting lasting change i think we have better odds than we ever did like this i mean at the very least you cannot say this is an unexciting time a dull time a standard time uh, you know nobody is bored like even if they're at home and they've watched netflix and they're not quite sure like what to do with their day no one is really bored at life there's just so much excitement 
so much unknown, and I'm happy. I literally am happy that I get to witness it, that I get to experience it, that I get to, in my own way, play a part in its outcome. Just, I mean, everyone does no matter what, how much and how specifically and what impact you choose to have or are able to have because it's not always a choice and it's not always an ability. Um, but a lot of it is also on you as well. We've ne- I- I've, I'm excited. Um, it's not that I don't want to talk about quarantine specifically or COVID specifically, but I thought maybe this episode would be a good chance to talk about some stuff that kind of has nothing to do with it, but is also happening at the same time. Remember, it's been a big year. So just a few months ago, this was really weird. Um, the what was it? The F was it the FBI? Was it the FBI or I guess it was. Um, de- um, I think it was the Department of National Defense. Like I think it was Pentagon. It was the Pentagon. So a few years, few few months ago, the Pentagon, the head of all U.S. military, um, said that yes these the videos of these crafts are not from earth they literally said that they didn't say anything more than that but they said that and if you're not familiar you can literally just google pentagon admits like not earth from earth it something it'll come up from one news organization that you trust and 20 30 40 more so essentially there was a video cockpit video flight video from u.s navy uh air force pilot sorry u.s navy pilots from like two years ago and it had already been wiki leaked it had already made its rounds but it was mostly i mean there was no official word on if it was real or not and therefore, it just couldn't be taken um, 100%. But in this video, you essentially see a UFO. You see an unidentified flying object. Um, you hear the pilots and the them talking to, like, Mission Control about it and just them being amazed. The video itself is not that long, but it is pretty amazing. This UFO has kind of been nicknamed the Tic Tac because it's, it has like an oval, almost like looks like a, tic, a giant tic-tac in space. And the thing that, I mean, I'm no fucking expert in anything near fucking aerodynamics and flight propulsion or any mechanics or engineering. But the thing that I, and my with my novice eyes, could tell right away from watching this video the first few times and every time subsequently is that... This UFO on video is like it's it's working in ways that our flight systems that we know of, at least on a civilian to private sector, like, you know, non-classified ways of understanding flight. This thing just doesn't act the way we know flight. 
Like it, it turns on a dime. It reverses itself. It goes in multiple directions. Um, fast. It's fast. And then it like. It's there for hours. But then it just goes away. Sorry I am a bit tired. I'm not going to lie. I just. I didn't want to not be consistent. Uh, and not put it out. But the podcast. So. Um, it's incredible. Like it's incredible. The way it moves is just so different. It's not quite clear how it's um, keeping itself up. You know, is it a jet engine? Is it some sort of mechanic, like other sort of, you know, is it like magnets, almost like bullet trains, but what's the magnet? Like there's no magnet near it. So I don't know. That video has been out for a while. It's been circulated. It's basically been the best UFO video ever. But it was not vetted until recently. Recently, it was fully vetted as, um, you know, the Pentagon has confirmed whatever's in that video is not from Earth. That's what they've said. Not, like, of this Earth. Which is just incredible. And I think that so many people, most people, including myself, were so caught up in the middle of COVID and lockdown and all this that when they said that I mean it did not get the press it got like no press and it also just like didn't get people's attention and I think I think okay a lot of it is because of COVID that we're literally just so exhausted and so um fatigued like I think I think the fact that people literally were just so freaked out and so all consumed that you know, if something small comes up, like maybe you have like a day or two to kind of deal with that. And then you and then you kind of go back to COVID. But I feel like, I mean, basically the government that everyone's always said, like knew about aliens, just basically says like some form of it. We don't know much, but that some form of aliens do exist. Here they are on video. I mean, I think that was just so mind-blowingly big on its own that it's like, it's not that people didn't hear it. They heard it. They saw the video. But, and it's not that they actively are like, I'm going to ignore that. But I literally think it's just so big at a time where we were already so all-consumed about something else that's so big that I think just like, I, I literally think the human brain and maybe the nervous system, whatever, like whatever our like sort of defense mechanisms are for not taking in too much info at once that would actually like paralyze us. I think that kicked in. I think this, I mean, wh- whether it was time like that or not, but I think this just came in so big, but like also there's no real answers to they just came in so big at such a bad time for everyone that I think our brains and the collective sort of brain of society, the like hive personality of society kind of just blocked it out. Like it's kind of like, a, okay, we're going to have to deal with that. Obviously there's aliens now. We now know there's aliens finally, but like, we can't even handle that right now. So we just kind of collectively ignored it. 
like I want to say it's suppressed, but it's like I don't even really think it's suppressed as much as it is just like too big for our minds to literally handle right now. It's like, you know, it's almost like if we can somehow find out there's no God, it's going to take a few years even to just be like, wait, wait, what did you just say? You know? I mean, I'm not even saying there isn't one. I believe kind of there is. I, I say it on this podcast, we praise God. I said at the beginning of this episode. But I don't think that that necessarily means aliens can't exist either. But then I also think that aliens existing could potentially mean that God, as we know it, could be an alien. There's that. There's that. But all, I guess what I'm really trying to say, I don't want to tiptoe around anything on this show. I guess what I'm saying is that if aliens exist, then like major religions kind of lose uh, a, like a lot of the power that they still have. Because major religions don't have as much power as they used to have. Worldwide, like numbers of people going to church are falling, but the power that they still do have and the people that do still go is very strong and 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 like almost like not movable. Like whoever still goes to church on a regular and is still like not fully into. I'm just using Christianity example, but it's not like the be all end all. Same with. I consider, like, most, at least the Abrahamic religions, most organized religions to fall under the structure. Like, in this day and age with the internet and all the atheists and all the ways that you can be dissuaded from being religious, if you actually are, like, very devoutly religious in this day and age, almost nothing is really going to get you to not be religious at this point. Like, you're so far into it that it's, like, unshakable however aliens might just be enough you get what i'm saying like someone who's really devout and is like ignored all the other stuff and then there's aliens it's like okay that's kind of game over in terms of there being like some sort of universal god uh whether it's uh it's a being beyond our comprehension or just um, energy and, and some sort of life force, some sort of cosmic force of the universe. That's one thing. I, I mean, that's the, that's my sort of belief. And, and like I say, like aliens existing doesn't mean that that's not true, but in terms of there being like, uh, a very like personified human, humanized, like man, or, or woman but like the the god who's like a man and then like maybe you believe like god like came and talked to human um messengers and brought them back to heaven and is going to bring them back on earth or that even maybe like a human messiah is going to be chosen by this god or that even like this man god had a son and now the son is the son of god and like the new god to be like worship like 
all that kind of stuff, I'm sorry to say, like, aliens kind of make that obsolete. You know? Because it's like, where do they fall into this? Are they supposed to, like, be missionized and be Christian? Do they, will they say, we recognize your father and the this, this son as, like, the gods of our universe as well? I doubt it. I really, really doubt there's room for Judeo-Christianity in most most organized religions in a in a situation where there's humans and aliens um, coexisting or even just having any sort of relationships, be it trade, commerce, or even war. Like, what? I mean, do you know what I mean? Like... It's just hard to put, like, organized religion in an intergalactic setting. It's like, okay, like, let's say we get to a situation where we're actually, like, doing some sort of commerce and trade and mutual workings with these, like, aliens that we come into contact with. You're a human and you happen to be Christian or Muslim or Buddhist or atheist, but you're a human, human and this is like other species you know what i mean like you can't really then get into well uh, i mean does this other species uh accept the same god as i do because otherwise i don't know if i can trust him how can i trust in another species that doesn't accept jesus it's like bro this guy is from another planet the hell is this jesus or muhammad or any of this so I mean, if if the whole alien thing is kind of being suppressed as it had been in the past, and even this Pentagon saying that this UFO exists, but it not becoming big, if that's not just because of this, like, exhaustion I've talked about, if it is sort of being, like, reluctantly, okay, we have to put that one thing out there, but we're going to suppress the rest, make sure people don't really, like, look into it too much, it would be like the motive for suppressing it like that would be essentially to keep power structures in line to keep religious power structures in line to keep um because it's like okay if there's other planets then there's i mean i am assuming these other planets aren't just capitalist and or communist and or in between which one are we going to do next you're either a capitalist or a communist like this stupid polarization we've put on ourselves which is totally man-made i doubt they have that but maybe they have a system that works and so you know like imagine we meet aliens and they're like you guys choose a person to run your area in each of these like areas of earth of your planet huh you don't have just like a massive um, group of people chosen from all over the world to come together and 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 like discuss how best to use all your resources of your planet for the betterment of all people at the same time. How weird! You know what I mean? I'm not as I'm not even assuming they're like that, but uh, they could very well be. And how silly would it be? Like, imagine we meet another uh, race, like another, like a, like an alien, right? Like another uh, planet, right? And they have like different colors and pigments and stuff among their people, but they they've like never ever even made it an issue. 
That'd be so funny, and I feel like that's probably true. I feel like they're they're like, no, but we're all from this same planet, so we're like one. And us on Earth will be like, wait, you don't treat like the those red ones over there like you don't treat them any different than you like pale ones, and they're like, uh, no, why the fuck would we do that? We, I we just told you, we're all from this planet. So we're the same thing. Like, you know what I mean? This would be a situation we'd run into where humans are just like, duh, but like, uh, but like who runs you? Like, who's your, who's your ruler? And they're like, ruler? Uh, no, man. We, we like all work together because like we only have a finite amount of resources. So we all got to work together so that everyone's like, okay. And we're like, uh, oh, okay. Um, do you have any like, uh, uh, trillionaires? Do you have any? Do you have any trillionaires on this planet? Like that's how we judge. Like, are these? Is this an advanced planet we're talking to? What's the richest guy on your planet? And they're like, what? What do you? What? What do you mean rich? Like, no, no, no. Like, look, we all have homes and food, and we all have like advanced science, and um, we're allowed to like study and learn and like kind of like work on whatever we want. Or just, like, chill. You can just chill, too. A lot of people just chill. They're, like, super cool. Like, like I'd say, like, half of my friends are, like, you know, doing various things. And half of my friends are just chilling. I don't really take sides. But, like, you know, sometimes I chill. And then sometimes I, like, do stuff. Yeah, no, it's pretty balanced here. And we're like, duh, uh, oh, hmm. Uh, hmm. Well, uh. How much does like uh, it cost to run a factory? And they're like, "What's that?" You know, a factory <laughs> where like people come in and then they like make a thing all day, and then you, so you have a bunch of that thing, and then you can like sell it. It costs like you know five bucks to make, but then you sell it for like a hundred bucks. They're like, "Whoa, um, hmm, that's weird." No, I mean. We definitely have places where we uh, build things that we need. Um, but, like, we try to just, like, build the amount that we need. Um, and then also, like, we don't really do this whole, like, selling it thing. I mean, like, sometimes you, like, give a thing so that you get another thing. But it's, like, that thing and the other thing are, like, the equal... They're, like, equal worth. And if you need that other thing, but you don't have this other, this, this, like a thing to give of equal worth, there's like a whole, you can just go over there and they'll give you a thing of equal worth. And then you can bring it over here and then get your thing that you want by giving them this thing of equal worth. But there's no, there's no, we don't have a thing where like you get a thing, um, and it's like only worth a little, but then you like, give it to someone and they give you stuff that's worth like a lot more than what y you uh, needed to make that thing. Yeah, we, we don't have that. We'd probably think they're idiots. Like, I wouldn't. I think they're like, I feel like that's like an advanced way to live, but I, I feel like whoever is in charge of Earth isn't anything like me. I'm not even saying I want to be. I'm just saying like no one like who thinks like us, I hope is us really, um, is like,
going to be in charge? It's going to be some military guy or some politician who's like former military tied in with the military. And they're going to be like, no, these people are idiots. Um, can we just like kill them and take their shit? Like I bet a hundred percent will already like the second we just like realize that's how they are. Like we'll, we'll they're essentially like the, the natives here. We'll be like, um, Hmm. Johnson, how how many troops would we need to uh, take this from them? Like, I guarantee you. And then as soon as anyone is any opposition, we'd be like, listen, we ha- tell those lefty losers we have to go in and take it from them. Because <coughs> otherwise, <coughs> they're going to take it from us. It's do or die, Johnson. Get on it. You know? And then we'll slowly start taking shit from them. Some of them will get angry and, like, fucking basically martyr themselves or, like, die in the process of defending themselves. And then we'll be like, look at these animals, these savages. They're suicide bombers, Johnson. They only understand brute force. And, yeah, that's how we, like, um, should be Star Trek but won't be and uh, are going to, like, ruin First Contact. Essentially, like, I don't want to be a doomer, but, like, I feel like that's pretty realistic. Um, this has been a good half an hour rant. This is Rant Down Babylon. Um, there'll be a new episode on Wednesday, and I'm going to rant about stuff. That was, hey, that was a that was a pretty hot take, baby. I don't know. I hope you like that. Uh, and there'll be more for you on Wednesday. In the meantime, shows, 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 September 25th and 26th, I am at... The Industry Room at the Patty Walker House Museum at Kincardine, Ontario. Kincardine, Ontario is an amazing, beautiful town. We went there for Valentine's Day, and we did a show, Lovers and Laughs, Valentine's Day. It was sold out. Now that it's post-COVID and things are opening back up, we are back in Kincardine. September 25th, and September 26th. At the industry room, like I just said, I know I'm repeating myself. I said it all twice, so you remember. Get tickets now on Eventbrite. This is Lovers and Laughs Phase 3. Come to get tickets on Eventbrite right now. Get them because they will sell out. Inshallah, baby. It's going to be a great time. I got Stephanie Neal, Jordan Brown, Hannah Lawrence, and myself. This show is distanced. It is masked. It is completely safe within Phase 3 protocols. That is why we're not doing one night. We're doing two nights in Kincardin. Therefore, we can see you all. That's September 25th and 26th. Get tickets now on Eventbrite. Ladies and gentlemen, Rant Down Babylon is a passion project. No one is paying me for to do this. So if you'd like to get in touch and collab, or if you'd like to send your support and tell me that you love what I'm doing, or you'd like to send me some hate mail, or you just got to get in touch with me about anything at all, you can do so a few different ways, including by email at rantdownbabylon at gmail.com. You can also talk to me on Twitter and Instagram at, like, at symbol, rantdownbabylon, at rantdownbabylon, Twitter and Instagram. You can also go to my link tree for the podcast 
L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Rant Down Babylon. That's L-I-N-K-R-T, sorry, 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 L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Rant Down Babylon. Get in touch, collab, support, hate, whatever you want. Also, this is all love funded. This is all personally funded. We need new equipment. We need a lot of stuff. And we want to expand, expand, expand. So if you like what we are doing, please, 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 apart from listening, which we are so thankful for you to do, apart from liking and sharing and subscribing, which we frankly haven't seen enough of, but we would love to see some more, apart from those two things, please also think about and if you're able to do go to patreon.com slash rant down babylon and starting at just ten dollars a month ten dollars a month which is literally nothing you can support this and keep this going keep this expanding keep this consistent updated with the equipment with the field interviews and specials and i'm going to start putting a lot of content on patreon starting with getting the first patreon the first time we get a patreon i'm not looking back it's just going to be content 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 so please be our first patreon you can start with just ten dollars a month you will not regret it patreon.com slash rant down Babylon. Rent Down Babylon by Vandad Kardar. Thank you so much for listening. Love yourselves. Good night.